Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 20 of the Okie Geek Podcast. I'm Michael Cross. I'm Devin Green. I'm Joshua Unruh. And I'm Nikki Robinson. And Devin, first off, let me be the first to welcome you back. We Thank are so you. glad to have you back. It is so nice to be back. Yeah, it's been a long couple of weeks of just having to get better and take my time so thank you thank yes. you thank you we missed you thank we you missed i missed you guys too it was a great too. show but but it was not quite the same oh, without well, you thanks i was i was very much missing you guys listening at home so. <laughs> did they cr- did they catch the miscreant that crashed you um they no <laughs> <laughs> they did not no that so was, you know be on the started lookout. to sound like a good story and then didn't go and anywhere it didn't go anywhere no unfortunately not but my car is repaired so yay well that's good that's really yeah that's yay for good insurance so there yeah. we go our guest this week, uh, just in time for Halloween, we have the author of uh, some haunted books from Oklahoma, Jeff Provine. Jeff, welcome. Jeff, you've, uh, you've, I've got your books here. You've got uh, Campus Ghosts of Norman, Haunted Norman, Oklahoma, and Haunted Guthrie, Oklahoma. What inspired these books? Well, thanks for having me. Uh, I got started doing ghost stories out of a charity project. So I did study abroad in England and went on a whole bunch of hometown ghost tours with my friends. And over there, I told them the one ghost story I knew about Oklahoma, which was the little boy who roller skates around in Ellison Hall. And my friend Tess said, oh, there should be no you ghost tour. And I was like, no, that's a terrible idea. There's not enough stories. <laughs> but when I got back and started looking in on it, there are tons and tons of stories, um, which Oklahomans are a little conservative in more ways than one. But once you start talking about ghost stories, everybody's got something to share. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. So uh, the fall of 2009, put together a little uh, charity walk around campus telling some of the spooky stories like our professor who's back playing the organ uh, or Mex the dog or, and of course, little boy roller skating in Ellison. Uh, And it grew a little bit from there and a little bit from there. And then 2009, we got on the news and 150 people showed up to our tour. (laughs) Wow. It was a big tour. Yeah. So uh, from then the visitor center said, hey, you know, you should spread this over the course of the year and became an OU official tour. Uh, we go from March till November, as long as the weather's nice, and uh, tell all kinds of great spooky stories. What kind of what's your what's your favorite story story from OU? Favorite story from OU? Oh, well, it depends if you want like a really scary story, or if you want like a happy, charming story. Or okay, look, we we all know we don't want a happy, charming ghost story. That's just <laughs> it's Halloween. Yeah, you know, we're a countdown to Halloween. Flip us out. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorites uh, was the one that is kind of shocking when you get into a lot of the details of it was our exorcism back in 1973. We had a student uh, being attacked by a ghost repeatedly and uh, had to be dealt with. And so they exercised, they like called in Catholics and Catholic priests and exercised uh, it? It was a, the president of the New Age Center of Oklahoma City at the time. So not Catholic per se, but um, some kind of spiritual action going on. So which uh, I had heard various rumors about it and started digging into newspaper archives. And there's an article in the Oklahoman that details uh, the whole week of adventures and misadventures. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's a wow. crazy story. That's awesome. Well, That's so were they were they primarily concerned with the individual or the like the the building or the residence? Like, what did they focus on? Uh, it was the building. Okay. So the story goes uh, that in uh, September of 1973, there was a student that the article calls Jack, uh, which is not his name because he did not want to be associated with mm-hmm. this afterward. He uh, was sleeping there in his bed, which the building has since been torn down, but it was the old Jim Thorpe Multicultural Center. Uh, At the time he was there, it was a boarding house. Uh, Before that, it was built as the uh, first house that the Tri-Delta sororities had, and then it was a fraternity for a while, and then this boarding house. So he was sleeping there and uh, woke up late Sunday night, early Monday morning with, uh, I described it as like weights on his chest and like ropes wrapped around his neck. 
So uh, he was trying to struggle, but there wasn't anything there. And then out of the darkness, something gasped and whispered no. And then uh, whatever it was let him go enough that he was able to yell, get out of here, and it went away. Wow. So, which uh, choking ghost is kind of a, a familiar trope all over the mm-hmm. world and, and different things. So with kind of a happy instance, I guess, just kind of a cool story. But then it gets crazier. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the next night, uh, comes back about 1230 to his room, um, which for a student's not too, too late. Uh, let's see. He... Uh, Went upstairs, which the electricity in the building had, was off for some repairs, uh, but he had, you know, street light coming in through the uh, windows and had some candles stacked up over there so he could light them and be okay. He said about um, midway across the room, he started hearing these footsteps walk on the wooden floor up to him. And then something grabbed him and threw him against the floor and started hitting him. And, you know, he tried fighting back, but it was just empty air. And then uh, finally yelled, help me, Jesus, and whatever it stopped. And he, he tore out of the room, down the stairs and out into the front lawn. <coughs> so eventually caught his breath. And decided, okay, well, I'm not going back up there. Uh, but uh, he did think that he should go back and lock his door. So I went back upstairs. And he, as soon as he touched the door handle, the footsteps came back, pounding against the floor, charging at him. So, oh. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think I just let the That's ghost nope guard story. my high five. Yeah. Noping right out of the head. You know what? You have my, you have the record have my stuff. Yeah. Have my stuff. <laughs> just never mind. Just never mind. Yeah. So uh, he got in touch with a couple of different people, this uh, Charles Rhodes, who is the president of the New Age Center of Oklahoma City, mm-hmm. and a reporter from the Oklahoma to prove he's not crazy. Uh, a couple of other guys came along for moral support, and uh, Charles Rhodes described himself as a medium. He could uh, kind of communicate directly with spirits. And they went into the house and felt around and uh, finally you know, just went into Jack's room. And he said in there, there was the this entity that was a cute little blonde gal. And she said her name was something like Nadine Bolding. And uh, she says that she died in a traffic accident. Nonetheless, this is her room and she wants to stay here. She doesn't want other people here, namely Jack. Mm -hmm. So she and her ghost friend Frank scare these guys off. So, and they're like, well, you know, you're hurting people and it's not good. And if we had to, we could ask you to leave through an exorcism. And she says, if you try, I'm going to rip your heart out. Oh, oh, oh my! Sweetest, sweetest thing. Just yeah. So, yeah, they decided time for an exorcism. So, (laughs) yeah, called it in the name of God to cleanse the house. And uh, uh, the article ends with um, Charles Rhodes, you know, stretching and saying, you know, don't talk about it. Don't let there be any portal for her to come back. Uh, Which, on one of my ghost tours, I had a couple who had been there in the '80s. They had actually met there and then later got married in Mm -hmm. the. uh, met in the boarding house and married elsewhere. Uh, and they said, no, no ghostly activity. They were very disappointed. Oh. Yeah. Now, I but, mean, a lot of times in ghosts, uh, there's there's usually uh, more benign ghosts that we um, usually have names, sometimes, like, especially if you go into theaters. Is that, are there any of like that in, in Norman, that, like a named ghost that everybody just kind of knows, that's, that's so-and-so? Is there anything like that in... in uh, well, in the auditorium, which is the old Holmberg Hall, part of the Reynolds Performing Arts Center now, we've got uh, Professor Mildred Andrews Boggess back. She's uh, quite a lady. She's on the Oklahoma historical role. So, um, and she comes and plays the organ. So, oh. which is quite a trick since we don't have organs in the building anymore. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, so you can hear an organ sound. Sometimes. That's what people say, uh, typically up on the third floor. You can, wow. uh, often at night, but even sometimes during the day. That's awesome. That's fantastic. <laughs> So you you moved on to Guthrie. What in uh, Guthrie now? First off, if no one's ever been to Guthrie, go just drive through there. It looks like a time a, a town lost in time anyway, in downtown anyway. Uh, so is, is that kind of part of the inspiration? Was the Victorian style downtown that, that that's in Guthrie? Absolutely, yeah. It's a, 
I mean, it's on the historical role, yeah. the national historical role. So uh, it's just such a fascinating uh, town. So not only just for what it is left over today, but, but digging into the past. I mean, they were the town for Oklahoma for, you know, at least 15 years before Oklahoma outpaced, Oklahoma City outpaced it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, also, one of the draws, uh, I co-wrote it with a paranormal investigator, Tanya McCoy. And uh, she actually runs a ghost tour up there where you do investigations at several sites through the night. And so she has a lot of personal firsthand account issues of people getting scratched and strange sounds and all kinds of fun stuff. Did you ever go on one of these ghost tours? I, well, I'm really into the research. I like the folklore and everything. Uh, on the one hand, I don't have the patience. So if nothing's happening, I'm like, man, this is stupid. I should just be reading a book. <laughs> and then when something does happen, I'm like, man, I shouldn't be here. This is stupid. <laughs> That's right you where I would to, be. Yeah, you have to run. Absolutely. I like hearing about it. I don't know if I want a firsthand experience any of it. I'm a wimp when it comes to this stuff. Now, see, I actually went and, and covered a, a ghost tour. Well, it was, it was a paranormal investigation at a Shawnee theater back about five years ago and mm-hmm. we i stayed there all night long recorded while we went in through everything and they were of course recording everything to get those uh the sounds that you that you get i e i used to know what those were oh the evp oh. the yeah. evp yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um and they got some of them i, I never got any on, on my recorder for uh for for kosu but i tell you one night it was like one o'clock in the morning we were all taking a break and we were in the main part of the theater and just taking a break from everything. And um, we look up, and in the movie projection area, the lights were on. Hmm. And we had just been up there investigating. We'd all turned out the lights and you know, because we were coming back. And so there was no one out besides outside of this. And so I saw it, and a couple of other people saw it, and we all kind of pointed to other people who were looking toward us because we were on the stage. And we said, look, someone's got the light on up there. We should turn that light off. And as everyone's turning around, the lights go out. Nice. And no one was up there. <laughs> And so, nope. well, I'm a believer and I'm going home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm done. That was my only, that's been my only paranormal <laughs> experience ever. And that was enough. Yeah. Uh, um, have you ever had anything like that? Go on. Yeah. Let's see. Um, well, there was one story. I was doing some filming for OU Webcom. Uh, we went down in the basement of Cake Cafeteria where uh, 1986, there was a really terrible accident. There was a kid messing around down there and he crawled into the dumbwaiter. So, which uh, he didn't quite fit, and I don't know what he was trying to do, but somebody upstairs needed it, so she pushed the call button, and it shouldn't have started going up with the door still open, but uh, the safety measures had been broken, and it got him. Just, oh, yeah, right Ooh. through the neck. So, yeah. Uh, pretty gruesome stuff, and there's lots of stories about that. People don't like going down there. It's really spooky, which it's a basement, so that could be that. Uh, which, which, which building is it? It's not helping. It's, uh, the Cake Cafeteria, a little bit south of Lindsay among all the keep buildings mm-hmm. so a uh, couple of weird stories about it they uh, have heard banging sounds down there some uh, one guy described it like uh, working on machinery so i did interview one guy who uh, said he was the first person there about six in the morning who was setting up and then from the basement he heard a big banging uh, from inside the dumbwaiter which has been sealed up ever since and he didn't go investigate and that's how you survive a horror movie <laughs> right your story you is boring you you're still breathing <laughs> yeah so. That's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to hear that story, but fantastic. It's good to see you're still alive. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, we were down there, uh, and I heard it, and the lady doing sound heard it. The camera guy said he didn't hear anything. Uh, but somebody distinctly yelled, I meant to catch it. So, oh. Yeah. 
That's nice. <laughs> so, oh my god. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, have you heard any good stories of like the Bluebell? Did you do any stories on the Bluebell in Guthrie, Oklahoma? Let's see. The Bluebell, um, that was one of Tanya's chapters, actually. She had been in there. Uh, she went specifically to kind of the back entrance. So, which um, there used to be at various times a catwalk to the hotel next door. Mm -hmm. um, and then, according to legend, there's an old tunnel that runs through, which the legends of Guthrie tunnels are very Abound. divisive. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, um, lots and lots of stories about it. Uh, ladies who. Uh, Miss Kate was the mm -hmm. uh, madam for a prostitution ring there. So, which Miss Kate herself was apparently very classy. She had her, uh, her own uh, pew set up at church. Uh, and she was also very wealthy, and she invested her money um, to local farmers and things. They just had to give collateral like their daughters. So, Ooh, yeah. Wow. Ooh. yeah. So they're, classy. Yeah. This is a good story without ghosts. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, apparently, uh, a couple of them didn't make it, and... Um, she got some um, impressions and then uh, later some EVPs of uh, talking about the coal chute and things buried in the walls and so forth. So who knows? Tanya McCoy, does she work for uh, a, a paranormal team here in Oklahoma? Uh, yeah, she's the co-founder of the uh, Oklahoma, OKPRI. Okay, okay, Oklahoma yeah. Paranormal. Yeah, I met her. She was the one that I went with onto the Shawnee Theater. Oh, fantastic. The Oklahoma Paranormal Research Investigative Team. Oh, actually, they are uh, OPA or OKPA now. They're Oklahoma Paranormal Association. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, um, then yeah, that's it's it's some, and I've done tours at Bluebell with mm -hmm. I don't know if it's with them or, but the but yeah, it's 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 amazing some of the the experiences you can get from just going out and, you know, of course it's also nighttime and it's creepy anyway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're old. So which ones did you do in Guthrie? Which ones caught your particular interest? Oh, goodness. Uh, one of my favorites, I think, would be, let's see. Sorry to put you on the spot. Yeah. I, I know. About this ahead of time. Which <laughs> ghost story? Oh, okay, okay. One of my favorites is super spooky because a lot of people still know the guy. Um, yeah. So I'm afraid he's going to come after me, to be honest. <laughs> but anyway, but we've got a dog, so we're okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's how you survive a horror movie. You get a dog. Listen to the animals. Get a dog. Do not investigate the noises. As I mentioned in a previous episode, do not get high or have sex. No. You will survive the horror movie. Absolutely. And you're fine. And run. That's also run. Right. Right. Make a point on the horizon. Trip the and guy don't behind stop. you. Right. <laughs> Cardio. That's right. right. That's Cardio. the key. Double tap. Uh, let's see. So uh, there was a barber named Ivan uh, who set up his shop in uh, what was, used to be his old farm. Uh, his father's shop, but it was in the basement of uh, the Gray Brothers uh, building, which up top was a bank and at another time was a grocer. But uh, he was downstairs and uh, he was a, uh, how did the landlady describe him? Um, just mean. He was just kind of mean. Not a bad guy, but just kind of mean. And uh, he'd do things like if somebody was walking by him while he was taking a smoke break on the sidewalk, he'd just stick his foot out and, you know, jerk <laughs> him a little bit. How? You know, and then if they, you know. So, which he was a big, big guy, um, just monster. So you can't really argue with him and try to make him stop doing that. So uh, he was famous in town for his motorcycles, uh, which he would uh, take a yearly trip down to Florida and then hop a boat and go to uh, Cuba, where he'd pick up his annual shipment of Cuban cigars. So, and he was very famous for smoking those, blowing them in people's faces while they were talking to him, just, oh, just sharing the wealth, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Um, and I was talking to one of the ladies at the uh, Logan County uh, 
Logan County Geneolo Genealogical Society. Mm -hmm. She uh, did remember him vividly, and she mentioned a project she had done. She had tried to figure out how many times he had been married and divorced, and somewhere between five and eight that they know of. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, so quite a fellow. Anyway, and well, he's so charming. I don't see. Well, I was going to say the divorces so don't surprise me. It's the, the marriages marriage. yeah. that it's like. I, don't know. I guess he was quite a dancer. Maybe. Hey. So, um, but anyway, after he passed away, uh, the shop became a fabric store for a while, and uh, interviewed the lady who ran it there, and she had, she said she didn't have any distinctive ghostly interactions, but other but things like stuff would fall off racks and dresses would get tossed across the room and so forth. Just kind of kind of mean things. Uh, the stairs going down, supposedly he hangs out there and, and trips people. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, Watch out. Smell of cigar <laughs> smoke. So anyway, he yeah. had, had unfinished business. He needed to trip everyone in the world. That's right. <laughs> At least once. Everybody come by Guthrie so Ivan can trip you and move on. <laughs> and, blow, and blow smoke in your face. Yeah. Yeah. So, which she ended up moving out, but then the next place she moved into was also haunted. Because so it's Guthrie. Because get out of Guthrie, apparently. It's well, nice that, it's nice that we led with beautiful Victorian buildings. It's very charming, by the way. <laughs> Horror not, show. Not all ghosts are bad. That's true. It's Which, true. Yeah, the lady in this one uh, is an old seamstress. Uh, she moved into the uh, old department store, Lindemann's, and uh, apparently the seamstress still hangs out, and she's... Uh, recommends things about the shop if she doesn't like things she knocks it over and you can rearrange and uh yeah and a lot of people have really enjoyed it she hangs out in the pink chair at the front kind of sits there and watches yeah, okay i would i would accept a feng shui ghost in my house. yeah yeah i think the first uh ghost story i ever heard about in guthrie was a friend of mine who owned a bed and breakfast in guthrie and apparently the they would have guests stay over and if there was a woman sleeping on certain side of the bed then she would be woken up by a little girl tapping her on the hand. Mm -hmm. And they would come down from the stairs and say, oh, there's this little, who, where, I didn't know you had any children. She mm -hmm. goes, I don't have any children. So well, some little girl tapped me, was tapping my hand, and tapping me awake. Well, they did some investigating and found out that that used to be an older sister's room. And the little sister who had died at a very young age used to come in and wake up the older sister that way. What? So, yeah. Is this the stone lion? I, I, it, it, it's... I wanted to say Stone Lion, but I, I'm not sure if it's that one. But it is a bed and breakfast. The whole family haunts it. Yeah, yeah, that's the Stone Lion. Yeah, in in yeah, and it's famously famously like, you need to be prepared that this family still lives there. Some of them don't like the idea that you're there. Some of them don't mind it, but they are probably going to try to interact with you. Yeah, like that's <laughs> the, very classy. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's beautiful. But mm -hmm. just be prepared that you might not be the only one. Unexpected there. roommates. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, accept it. Sure. They have them wow. all over Europe. That no, little girl know. thing. I just I feel bad like in advance because I would just wind up yelling at my son. <laughs> <laughs> just go back to bed, and he would look in from the like. What? I, I am in bed. <laughs> and then we would drive home. <laughs> right then, we're done. Pack your pack you your stuff. Guys? I'm out in yeah. two thousand. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but, I, you know, I think, Jeff, don't people, and that's I think is why some people would probably buy your books. Aren't they looking for these kinds of experiences? Absolutely. A lot. I mean, I, I think everybody on at least some level is fascinated with the paranormal because, I mean, what happens after you die? Yeah. So, which if you cease to exist, that's lame. So that better not happen. Or <laughs> I, I guess I won't technically be mad, people. but I would be mad. <laughs> it's just disappointing. Yeah. Be yeah. retroactively yeah. mad in yeah. my past life. Yeah. <laughs> Darn it. Well, I mean, look so. at the couple that were disappointed in the, you know, the lack of activity in the mm -hmm. in the rooming hall. I mean, yeah. 
I think a lot of people go looking for it, mm-hmm. hence ghost tours and, you know, why we tell these stories. Absolutely. So. I heard a good story last night. I was at a book signing and one of the guys who walked up said, well, I know there's an afterlife for, for a fact. And I, I asked, how do you know? And he said, uh, well, it's because my son keeps visiting me. And he had two instances where um, he was uh, EMS before he retired. And he was just sitting there, and his son walked in the door, which he he'd passed away about five years before. And he was like, what are you doing here? And he said, I just needed to come and tell you I'm okay. And then they hugged, and then he left. Ooh. See, that's like, a good ghost story. Yeah, that's yeah. a good ghost story. That is the best. I'm still. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a great haunting story. It's kind of still freaking me out. But, it, yeah. yeah. Goosebumps. Yeah. But well happy ones. That's right. My heart is warmed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> my spine is chilled. <laughs> <laughs> so perfect. So what scares you, Jeff? Uh, gosh, I keep putting um, you on the spot. I'm sorry. Crazy things. Sharks. Yeah. Sharks. <laughs> I don't know. Know. Um, Ghosts. Ghosts. Financial sharks. irresponsibility. Financial irresponsibility. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> terrifying. To no, me. I'm with you. I'd take a hundred ghosts over that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, have you have you thought about do are you have you thought about doing any others? So actually, this fall we are starting up a. a new tour, mm-hmm. so which is kind of spinning off of the Norman book from the year before. Uh, we're going to walk downtown and talk about some of the spooky stories there. We'll talk about some of Norman's outlaws uh, pre-town. Uh, we'll talk about the barber who's still there giving haircuts. Uh, I'm sorry. Take, well, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up. Yeah. Do tell. Yeah. So there's Barbershop, Midway Barbershop, uh, founded 1893 by the Davis brothers. Uh, still going. The brothers, of course, aren't. Well, one of them's still there, I guess, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so Not physically, have a very crafty businessman and so forth, um, which the older brother Sherman did very well. He was actually uh, Cleveland County treasurer for years and years and years back in the 19 aughts and teens. And his younger brother, uh, whom the Norman transcript described as uh, one of Norman's savvy young businessmen, uh, was not apparently so savvy. He got mixed up in a lot of the secret societies they used to have back then, the old mass clubs, mm-hmm. uh, which he was at least a member of the Odd Fellows uh, and several others, which uh, the guy I was interviewing about him wouldn't give any names, but he said it had strange religion. Hmm. Which I'm not sure what that means, but I'm not sure I want to know what that means. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he made some pretty bad investments and it ended up uh, he, his wife, and their five kids were living in the apartment above. And uh, she called him up one morning and said, hey, we need to talk. And, you know, he was down working with a customer and said, well, you know, we kind of need the money. So come on down and, uh, you know, we'll just talk about it here. And so she came down and said that uh, child number six is on the way. And he said, OK. And she went back upstairs and he uh, wrapped the guy's head in uh, steam towels, you know, loosened up his whiskers and things. And he said, OK, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'll, I'll be back. And uh, took with him the straight razor. And he was getting ready to sharpen up. So... It didn't come back and didn't come back. And then finally they went after him and he was there on the floor with his throat slit open. Oh. Yeah. So tough, tough times. <laughs> Devin's so disappointed. Yeah. Devin's no, like, I'm not disappointed. I'm just like, whoa. Yeah. Awkward I mean, I know that experience. was going, but well, geez. What would you put on Yelp after that? That's just right? one star. <laughs> one star. Would, would, not, would not allow to shave again. But it could never happen again. <laughs> We're not well, chancing it. <laughs> so, so this guy still. So they, there's actually there's actually talk that this guy still shows up and does. Yeah, they've had uh, for years uh, different problems with poltergeists. Different things uh, will disappear. They said light things like combs or uh, the trimmer guards will be gone for you know weeks and weeks, and you'll be looking everywhere. And then it'll walk in one morning, and it'll just be laying straight there on the ki- on the kitchen, not the kitchen sink, on the barber sink, like just nothing had happened. Always been there. Uh, and then, you know, a lot of the decorations around the, the top of the walls, sometimes they'll just fly off. 
Oh, yeah. Just from once, which I uh, heard a good story a couple of weeks ago. Uh, the barbers were talking about, you know, the ghost and so forth with Halloween approaching. And as they were talking about him, uh, stuff started falling off the walls in different <laughs> directions. And so the customers were like, what was that? And they said, you know, it's one of those earthquakes. So, and apparently several people have driven by in the middle of the night, like one or two in the morning and they'll see somebody giving haircuts and they'll come by the next morning and say, so what are you guys doing working so late? And they're like, well, we checked out at five. So at least he's pulling his weight, I guess. <laughs> right? Hey, people yeah. in the afterlife need haircuts too. I guess so. Yeah. Well, you know, your hair still grows after you die. So. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that's a myth. <laughs> Gross facts. So that's a that is a like spin-off from the not the OU but the Norman proper book or is it all new information and you're kind of working your way up to a follow-up book or somewhere so, in between? Yeah, those are the stories from the book with additions to, mm-hmm. you know, things that have developed in the last couple of years. Like S&B Burger uh, was in the book and mm-hmm. now it's no longer with us. Right. So, yeah. the ghost of so S&B Burger. Yeah, the, actually. They're, they're reopening a new S and B burger in, like I think, in Oklahoma City. I wonder if he, the, the the ghost travels with them. It won't be the same, Michael. Yeah. No. <laughs> Which um, we'll see. They said the ghost uh, was on the stairs a lot, so going up and down, and uh, they could hear footsteps walking around upstairs and so forth. Uh, which the fire did start on the second floor, so maybe <gasps> ghost was tired of them having hmm. this. I don't know. Oh tired yeah. Tired of burgers. Yeah. We know when you eat burgers every day. You get tired of them? Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I, I, don't I don't really get oh, that. Oh, excuse me. Especially I, not s and I get... I, for, I, you know, I can believe it goes, so I can't believe it. That's, right. you know. yeah. Draw the line. I guess I, ha- I have a protein <laughs> limit, so... So, would, so you, you, have you thought about other towns? Doing any other towns? Of... Uh, my publisher's already been asking about Haunted Oklahoma City. Oh, yes. Yeah, well, so... you've got plenty here. Yeah, too. I think we could do two or three volumes without really blinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just because there's, especially downtown, uh, well, this area, I think there's some, there's a couple of places here in Film Row that mm-hmm. you could probably find some because this place goes back uh, nearly a hundred years as well. Um, it, there's a lot of great stories around here. I'd love to hear some of those. You know, Absolutely. So. Which actually, uh, a couple of years ago for Spokies, uh, I did a bike tour for uh, downtown Oklahoma City. Yeah. We drove through Film Row and talked about uh, the ghost over in, um, what is that building? Paramount? Yeah, the Paramount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, somebody likes to hang out to in their um, uh, projection room. Yeah. Where people will see. Oh, we talked about that around. when we went to breakfast, that mm-hmm. there was one there. there and there's go, a yeah. vault beneath it. and it's Yeah, because it's the original projection room from mm-hmm. the turn of the century. So yeah. that make, it makes sense it would be haunted if yeah. something down here would. Well, that's, <laughs> the how, that's, how, that's how the Shawnee, the, 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 the theater that we the, went to in Shawnee was that the projectionist had like died of a heart attack while he was showing a, a film back in, it was like the 40s or something like that. Wow. And, and we were convinced... <laughs> When we were when we because we went up into the projection room, that you could you could just feel that that some people love their work, Michael. Yes, some people well, that's right. don't like to leave. That's I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be still doing stories. It'd be too bad if you couldn't hear you on the radio. Ghost radio. You like your own EVP. Love it. Too bad we can't give him movies. Ghost news. Today in ghost. I have no idea what about. Today in the afterlife. Same. It's the same. <laughs> Everything's the same. A few new people have come in. Otherwise, it's the same. Debate over reincarnation. That's right. So, if you, so uh, and so died today. So if you see so and so, welcome him back to the afterlife. 
if you are going out on the reincarnation train, good luck. <laughs> Don't pull the cockroach card. <laughs> See, we could do that. <laughs> yeah, we could. Do you think that, because there's been a lot of uh, the, the ghost hunter show, uh, things like that, do you think that that's helped uh, increase the the interest in, in things like this, going out, paranormal investigations? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, uh, a lot of what has exploded over the past few years, I think, is just a spinoff of all the technology available. So, which, I mean, if you go back and watch old ghost hunting movies, which would be representing actual things. So they have huge equipment, thousands and thousands of dollars. But now, I mean, you get ghost apps on your cell phone for like a dollar and get some pretty spooky stuff. So, uh, which if the possibility is there, there just needs to be the interest and you start seeing all these shows and people capturing interesting things. So go out and do it yourself, which, uh, it's uncanny how many teams are out there and how much material they're getting. Or mm-hmm. don't and just tell us about it. Yeah. Yeah, we I mean, don't. Or you don't do it and just come tell go. us. Yeah, Devin doesn't want to go. Devin doesn't want to go. I can't even watch Ghost Hunters. Like, I know it's, you know, but I can't I can't do it. I just get so freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> See, Ghost Hunters, it was, the, it was paranormal. What was that? Movies. The, the paranormal, paranormal activities. Activity? Yeah, I, I could never see Nope, that. nope, 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 nope. Okay, that one I watched. Nope. I've seen the first one. In my interpretation, it was a really charming protective ghost getting this girl to break up with her abusive boyfriend because he was just such a jerk. Um, it's such a heartwarming movie. Props. I love it. <laughs> such a heartwarming I love that you love it. We'll go with that. Sure. Yeah. It ended a little rough for her maybe. But... Well, she wouldn't break up with him. He had to take matters into his own hands. <laughs> girl meets guy. Just... Guy meets ghost. <laughs> ghost tries to break them up. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. That's beautiful. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well done. You just changed and in the, the romance soundtrack. category. <laughs> Swelling music. Yeah. I think that's got potential. Yeah, they're already up to like paranormal activity, like four, five, something like that. Make the next one a rom com. I just just, try, just yes. to throw it out there. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. funny. Mix it up. I would, I, yeah, I could see that. Really unexpected. Yeah, sure. If sixth in the series, and sell it the same. <laughs> sell it exactly the same. Right, rom-com. right. Just throw that. Really down. mess with people's heads. Yeah. Yes. So, um, I was going to ask you a question, and then we got off on the the genre topic. Um. Oh, you said you went on a lot of ghost tours in in Europe, and that was kind of how you got interested in them? Or did you just hear about a lot of them? I've been on quite a few, did, yeah. Um, have you ever had experiences that made you question doing this or, you know, or scared you? or? Uh, I mean, nothing that, like, assaulted me. Good. So, which, uh, some of the ghost shows where they're trying to provoke the ghosts and, like, calling them names and saying, <laughs> you know, really you died in fire. Only stupid people do that. Wow. Like, uh, I don't know, that's, that doesn't seem smart. I mean, there's just, it understand. seems like there's no, there's no reason to make more trouble for yourself. Yeah. I mean, it's like yeah. the nature show that's, let's go piss off the animals. Let's go push the bear. Yeah. I wonder what happens if I poke the shark in the eye. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but if ghosts are people too, then, you know, don't they're just mean, hanging out. Don't be mean to them. There's no reason to be mean to yeah. them. Yeah. And they have no reason to be mean to you. They're just hanging Unless out. Unless you won't bring Unless up with you your things. boyfriend. Yeah, or yeah. living in their room that they've claimed. Well, I mean, well, you know, it was a communication. Got... <laughs> <laughs> and some people are jerks, so that's true. Yeah, time sharing. You probably didn't put the toilet seat down or something in that room, and it's just she was really mad. Yeah, I like yeah. I like the idea of spinning it so that this little girl is just bad at communication. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, most ghosts are pretty bad at communication. They, they can't. I mean, that's kind of the central conflict. Fair. I've seen the mm-hmm. others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's it. That's what's up. <laughs> Very cool. Oh, if they could make a phone call, 
You see, most of my supernatural experience is the supernatural show. And so I'm just like slowly backing out. <laughs> like, is this uh, just uh, If I can't salt the body with, and go. Yeah. Okay. Huh? Well, you just have supernatural to... with the Winchesters? Yes. yes. Okay. If I can't just salt the body and burn oh. it, I'm, I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. I mean, just carry like... rock salt in your pockets yeah. all the time. I do. Right? I do. I have matches. She knows. <laughs> the show I should love, but don't. I just can't. I just can't. I, I if I can't science like out of it, it's too rules. hard. It's you just yeah, want rules. Yeah, I, if I can't mm-hmm. science out of it, it's just too hard for me. And I, I, I just leave it alone. I don't want to know. Well, mm-hmm. I've been collecting a big list of what you do in case you do have ghost Oh, activities. I need that so, list. Yeah. Go. All right. So um, first and foremost is get a dog, right? Mm-hmm. So which, uh They talk about animals being able to see spirits. So which cats can apparently see them too, but they don't care. <laughs> yeah, they just stare at them. Just oh, like we were your just shoulder. discussing this yeah. before the show that it's like cats are. You blame the cats for the haunting, mm-hmm. like oh stuff getting knocked over. That's just the cats. See, they're not adding anything to the equation. They I, they do I'm tend to you. stare at them over your shoulder, though. Yeah, like, I mean they'll look at them, and yeah, they might just be messing with you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's cats. Psychological. Cats. All, all cats hate you. That's just a, uh, fact. accurate. Yeah. <laughs> they're hateful beasts so get a dog also, so get so a dog also according to parapsychology uh, in accordance to the laws of physics if ghosts are like making sounds rattling chains or moaning or whatever ghosts do I guess roller skating in the case of Ellison Hall uh, <laughs> so they're expending energy and so they have to take in energy to uh, allow that to happen so they absorb heat from the mortal realm so if you have like a the cold spot the cold spots. Sure. corner of your room or a cool breeze or something so if you plant aloe then Aloe plants will go ahead and absorb that heat so that you can't, they can't do it. So, so we have dogs. Not conducive to ghost activity. Okay. Right. Aloe. And, and, and in case you get cuts or burns, you also got the aloe. Right. I mean, it's a good thing to have anyway. Yeah, yeah. it seems like, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm ready for the next one. So, well, actually, that was told to me by a shaman in Honolulu. Really? Oh, so yeah. that has some, so which that's got is like a sentence weight. I don't get to say as often as I want to. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, but um, but he was a shaman because his uncle was a shaman, and like that's the law. So like he wasn't big into it. Um, well, he knew see. enough about the aloe. Shaman by yeah. proxy. Yeah, yeah. he knows more than I do. It's just like a real like, lack of. I had inherited my shamanism. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, let's see. Also, go to church. Mm-hmm. Oh. So definitely uh, religious icons and so forth. Uh, Is it because the ghosts won't follow you to church? Uh, it's because there's so much other stuff out there aside from the material realm that, you know, I mean, angels and demons stuff. So if you have a demon pestering you, there's going to be an angel come beat him right up. Right on. Okay. And it might not be a ghost. Yeah. 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 No, it, it yeah. might be something else that's pretending that's to be true. a ghost. You're not yeah. helping Nikki, Michael. Oh, which... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. The look on her face. That's a nope right So there. Uh, postscript to the Nadine story, uh, I did get into the old Sooner yearbooks and for 1936 and 1937, but not 1938, in the group photos for the Tridelts, they have a cute little blonde gal named Nadine Bolding. <laughs> oh my so, god! I'm sorry, Nadine Bowles. The article called her Nadine Bolding. Close yeah. enough. So wow. I was freaking out. For about three hours until I got in touch with the uh, Tri-Delta Alumni Association. Turns out she got married and moved back to Texas. Excellent. So, yeah, and in fact lived till 2012. So oh, she wow. was a, a big socialite and uh, philanthropist in Tyler. Score. Cool. So, Good. Yeah. And, so, and the weight off. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, which that being said, you know, you might have spirits who are uh, returning people, and then other times you have things who kind of take on personas. Right. Yeah. Well, that is, I mean, the there's, there's like energies and things that happened in, inside of houses. And again, that's where we talk about maybe it wasn't a ghost. Maybe mm-hmm. it was something else pretending. And those things, that's you got to be careful about. Got to be 
Stop right. glaring at Michael, Nikki. <laughs> so what else much, do I need so in my glaring. kit? So uh, you got a dog, you got aloe plants, you got um, your spirituality going well. And uh, then the shaman said, if nothing else helps, you yell at them, which is the opposite of what everyone else in the world says. Um, some people say just ignore it. So kind of uh, don't let them know that you know that stuff is happening. Like your ghost is a bully. But ignoring it, that's don't like ignoring a bad child. That means just, they're just going to get worse. Maybe. I'll, I'll go with the, the yelling at it because my grandma swore that the lady that used to live in her house still lived there because she would smell lilacs. The lady grew lilacs. And so whenever she could smell lilacs, even though she had no lilacs around, she would just start talking to her. Hmm. And eventually she always thought that, you know, she just was lonely, wanted some company. She says she just like talked to no one, which we were like, God, grandma's crazy. And she said, okay, when she couldn't smell lilacs anymore, she knew that she was gone. And she, so, so maybe they just went talked to. Or yelled at. Or yelled at. Or yelled at, which uh, the guy in Honolulu said he had problems with the uh, plumbing in his bathroom. So for just months and months, it was all awful and he called in plumbers and spent thousands of dollars and finally he decided you know there's probably a spirit in there so he went to the bathroom and yelled uh if you don't knock it off i'm gonna kill myself and come after you oh yeah and <laughs> there was never a problem again so what cause did you have to be hanging out with the shaman, shaman in honolulu uh, he did ghost tours nice so he was pretty cool a little yeah. inspirational yeah definitely yeah i would think so that would be so. That would be fun. a rough life, right there. And Jeff, you do signings, and Absolutely. you've got we've got one. I know to, this is we're recording this on Saturday, so tomorrow on Sunday at Ace Hardware is that where I saw it? Ace Hardware, it? two o'clock in Guthrie. Mm-hmm. Is do it you, haunted? Uh, the Ace Hardware that I know, I haven't heard any specific haunting stories Ghost about stories. it, but I have heard a legend that there is a trapdoor going into the tunnels. Of course, there is. So, <laughs> there's <laughs> one in every building well, in Guthrie. Well, Guthrie was an old, an old bootlegging town as well. They used to do mm-hmm. some bootlegging down there as well. Yeah, so. Yeah, um, but then, then what other two, what, are, what other signings do you have? Uh, I've got quite a few coming up. I should have brought my schedule. So uh, where can we check? Absolutely, I've got actually half price books. I've got a series oh. of ones. Uh, so I'll be up in uh, Edmond tomorrow. Is that right? Okay, so for specificity, it is October twenty fourth. Right, October 24th. when we're recording this. So if That's you're right. listening soon, <laughs> the twenty fifth at Ace Hardware. In Guthrie. In Guthrie. At what time was that one? At 2 o'clock. 2. And, and then, then Half Price Books in Edmond at? 4 o'clock. Well, that's quick. Absolutely. It's going to be okay. a busy day. Yeah. <laughs> this <laughs> is his time of it. year. That's yeah. true. That, yeah. yeah. I haven't slept in uh, September, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And can uh, we find you on the internet? Absolutely. JeffProvine.com has links to all my various ghostly projects awesome. as well as some fiction writing and different things very cool uh, other book sightings coming up uh, we've got on the 8th in uh, half price on 240 and then on the 15th up on half price in um, northwest Oklahoma City that's my own store so represent <laughs> it's, it's a good half price books it's good. That, that's, that's the one on May mm-hmm. oh yeah mm-hmm. I used to go right down the street from yes. All Star Comics yes yep yep um, so when you go out to these signings, do people kind of give you suggestions? Say, oh, you should go check out. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, which everybody's got some kind of ghost story or at least knows somebody who's got mm-hmm. a ghost story. And we're very eager to share. So which is great. Uh, I've got just kind of file of notes away for future books and different things, uh, different details. Or, or just like the guy yesterday. I mean, that was kind of a cool mm-hmm. story about his son. So, you know, remember that as long as I can. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, come by and share your ghost stories. 
I mean, I can imagine that there would be some people that are just really excited, like, oh, thank God, somebody I can tell this story to who isn't going to think that I'm crazy, like Nikki's grandma. Well, she, she was a little bit crazy. I know, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> she did. She thought that lilacs thing was spot on, and she tells her family, and what's her family do? They all thought she was crazy. crazy. <laughs> See? Go to the, go to the guy with the I'm ghost But now I'm more inclined books. to believe her now that I've grown up and... You know, I'm like, you know, maybe there was a ghost and she just needed a talking to. Yep. And <laughs> I did talk fine. to one lady. Uh, she was telling me about one of her coworkers who was a special ed teacher and she had one of her students pass away. And then for ever afterward, like her washing machine would start itself and stuff would float across the room and so forth. And she said it was him. So she'd be like, you know, Johnny, knock it off. That's not what you need to be doing right now. And it stopped. <laughs> it's such a teacher and, thing to yeah, say. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's not Do what we need to be doing right now. <laughs> That's awesome. So that's pretty cool. Oh, other uh, ghost defense things. So if you um, see cedar and notes come right back out, lavender, other fragrances, different things, burning incense apparently helps quite a bit. Candles, because I love candles. I burn incense. We go go with candles. Lavender candle, sage, Sage, absolutely. Mm. Good stuff. Um, Plus, my upstairs neighbor is allergic to sage, so it's great. (laughs) It's like a double win. You piss off the ghost and your own well, There goes your plausible deniability for being a good neighbor, Devin. Uh, well, she started it. <laughs> Tune into another episode. They're all about Devin's neighbor feuds. Right. <laughs> neighbor wars. <laughs> okay, just, just to okay. relist for everyone who may need this list. Get a dog. Aloe. Go to church or some sort of spiritual thing. I'm not going to, you know, church not your thing. Get, get, you know, what are those Buddha things? I'd scratch Black Mass off that. Black Mass? <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, that's just like you get the bigger bully. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Yes. No, so, you're right. no. I, Take that back. Any and all, we're going to encompass any sort of church. Uh, yell at them, candles or sage. For your ghost fighting kit. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yep. I'm and gonna, also, I'm going to put in. Oh the, wait. Uh, oh, oh. Just as kind of general things, you should be cleaning out your house. You know, spring cleaning. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, just just for luck instances and things, but also ghosts. They said might be attached to it. Well, you and always you, feel better once you've rearranged and clean. So I yeah. just wouldn't doubt that there's some sort of spiritual energy there, or at least psychological. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I, I feel I, so I much admit, better. I just, care less just, about the ghosts. <laughs> I yeah. care less. And I, I, when I was telling them before we started the podcast, I had just moved into a house. And now I understand why people say when they first move into a house, they think their house is haunted. Because houses make really weird noises. Mm-hmm. I mean, our house is making really weird. But I mean, it makes it because we're not used to those noises. After about two or three years, you get used to those noises. You know, whether it's settling or the wind, the way the wind blows, you know, there's things like that. So not all houses are haunted just because you just moved into them. <laughs> but they might be. But now, they I'm, might be. now I'm imagining Michael just be like, oh, don't, just ignore that bleeding wall. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Everybody's true? got yeah. one. Everybody's got a bleeding wall. Just don't look at it. We'll wallpaper it later. <laughs> Is the skull screaming yet? No? Okay. It's fine. <laughs> Um, and lastly, uh, throw a party. If you've got something that's just weighing down on you and keeping you up at night. I think these are just good yeah. pieces of advice I for agree. general living. Yeah. yeah. Good, so it's all to take care of the skin care, good feng shui, good <laughs> right. 
joie de vivre. He, you know. The ghosts just want you to take care of yourself. They right. really do. They're all, it's all like the paranormal activity. We just want you to take care of yourself. <laughs> it's, it's, and we will terrify you into doing it. <laughs> it's, well, it's Jacob Marley. Yeah. It's Jacob Marley. Just look out for yourself, Terrifying life coaches. <laughs> <laughs> Worst life coach ever. I feel like I feel like that's a money making idea right there. I totally agree. I'd be a thousandaire it's on like, that one. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if I should go jogging. Yeah. <laughs> and then they Get chase out. and then okay. they chase you. And they scary chase face. Exactly. Rattle chain. Fantastic. Awesome. Yep. <laughs> there you go. Good stuff. Like, that's a good time. Like they're actually they're trainers and they're going, one, two. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> okay. Um, I think that's going to do it for us. That's, yeah. Well, anything else you want to add? Uh, happy Halloween. Yes, happy Halloween. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, we thank everybody for coming. Uh, this is a wonderful. Make sure you go check out uh, Campus Ghost of Norman, Oklahoma, Haunted Norman, Oklahoma, Haunted Guthrie, Oklahoma, jeffprovine.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's got some several signings, so go ahead and check those out. And... That's going to do it for our show. Thank you so much. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Okie Geek Podcast. You can also like our new Facebook page, Okie Geek Podcast, and send us an email with comments to okiegeekpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on ghost email. I will take a ghost email. We want to hear your stories. If you have a ghost story, we would love to see it on, on the Facebook page, or yes. you can send us an email about it. And we'll we'll pass it on. We'll make sure Jeff gets I'll it. I'll make and someone wind else up in read a book. it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't send it to the Facebook page because Nikki runs the Facebook page. And she'll never sleep her. again. <laughs> so just email it in. We'll make sure that it gets I to want interested a parties. Of her just staring. At me. <laughs> okay, guys, it's five o'clock and I haven't slept for three days. <laughs> Stop putting the ghost stories on Facebook, you jerks. That's, yeah, awesome. Yeah. Operation Scare Nikki. <laughs> Please don't. Happy Halloween. I'm gonna get a dog. Oh. So many plants. She's around my It's just a pack of dogs. <laughs> huge copses of aloe. Made of aloe. <laughs> Slathering it on. Sage everywhere. <laughs> I like this plan. <laughs> you do. I, special thanks for coming by and making a couple of my co-hosts particularly neurotic. <laughs> this is a great. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh. Okay. Um, uh, Devin, where can people find you on the World Wide Web? You can find me on the internet at Wubba. That's W-U-B-B-A. Jeff, do you have a, a Twitter, Facebook, anything like that? Uh, Twitter is at Jeff Provine. And Facebook is uh, Facebook slash uh, author Jeff Provine. Fantastic. So. Josh? Uh, Jeff's been doing some very creepy stories, so don't read them, Nikki, but everybody else Yeah, 31 ghost stories for October. Yeah, it's pretty good. Here we go. story Yay. every day. Nice, yeah. They've been That's they've totally been cool. fun. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Joshua Unruh, and I'm at Nick. No, I'm at Retro Robinson, and also on the Facebook page. Here we go, and I'm at KOSU Michael C. Be sure and subscribe to the podcast, and also rate us and leave a comment. Until next time, I'm Devin Green. <laughs> I'm Josh Unruh. I'm Nikki Robinson. I'm Michael Cross, <laughs> along with Jeff Provine, reminding you to keep calm and geek on. <laughs>